Thank you for joining me for another episode of Intuition Your First Sense. This is Vicki, and this week is a listener request for the subject matter. I'd like to preface this with I am not a dream interpreter. I am not someone who actually dreams all that much, but we're going to be talking about dreams and the kind where you have when you go to sleep, not the kind you have for your life while you're awake, although they can be interchangeable, I think. So Lisa had asked me quite a while ago, so I apologize for the delay, Lisa, in if I could do a podcast on what is actually sounds like astral traveling to me. So while you are in your nighty night space where you're sleeping, you do really travel out of your body. The soul every night or every time you're sleeping, if you are a night worker, it would be every time you're sleeping, your soul does go for a little journey. And the reason is there's so much to learn. There's so much to process and there's so much information and everything coming at us on a daily basis that the think of the sleeping part or the astral traveling part at night to be your enter button, to be about where you put all of this in their boxes up in the Akashic records of all of your experiences in every lifetime. It's also where we figure things out. That's why you might have a dream of a fight with somebody or where you could wake up and you've been crying because there's some grief that just didn't get processed while you were awake. So she had asked me about particular dreams that she had had of where it was recurring for her that she was in bed asleep and she would feel like she was starting to fly out of her body and would actually grab onto the bedpost. And this is so familiar to a lot of us. What happens, I think, there is, so when you start to go to sleep, there's an agreement to leave your physical self. Don't worry, you are tethered. You're not, that tether does not get removed until before your last breath on this planet and this lifetime, well, every lifetime actually. And the exit as you start to go out and you start to travel and maybe you'll meet up with people is this entered space where you're leaving your physical body and you're entering the causal body. And when that happens, sometimes we're not quite deep enough into a sleep and you get to witness both. It's like having your physical eyes looking at this realm and your third eye looking at the next realm, and then they're all wide open at the same time and vying for space in your brain. So what happened there is there's some part of our physical self saying, oh, no, 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 you need to get back in here. I'm not completely asleep. And that seems dangerous to go out wandering around like you're Peter Pan and you can fly. So it's a protective mechanism that happens. It's very similar to if you've ever started to drift off and you do that jerk. Well, what happened was your soul did start to travel and, you know, maybe the cat jumped on the bed or somebody slammed a car door in the neighborhood. Something happened that brought that cognitive awareness to the fact that you were stepping out and it was like, oh no, you don't get your buns back in bed. So it's all part of the astral traveling and you can do this while conscious and awake. It's a part, if you've ever heard of remote viewing, like if somebody's lost their car keys or, you know, back when I would do missing person situations and things like that, 
it's the same thing. You know, you would tap into that same ability to fly, to travel, and except that you stay awake and you practice it that way. So remote viewing is another way, another level of astral traveling. So what's been happening for her and what it sounds like is it's reoccurring because there's some kind of leaving before she's completely settled and her physical self feels safe. Now, what she could do with that, and I've already talked to her, but I want to reiterate it here. What you could do with that is you could make sure as you're going to sleep that you have a wind down process, that you do put the phone away. You're not watching TV as you go to sleep. Maybe you do a guided meditation to drift off. Maybe you do your own meditation to drift off. And it gives you just this ease. Maybe you have a weighted eye mask. I love my weighted eye mask. If your brain is a busy brain, get yourself a weighted eye mask. They're just amazing. They're like 11 bucks. And it's the greatest gift you'll give yourself because it just calms everything down. One of the greatest gifts. So what's happening here is she needs a little bit more of a practice to be in her body, a little bit more settled before she goes to bed. And I I know Lisa, so I know she's one who does do the meditations and such, but you know what? Life gets busy and sometimes our day was just so hectic and we didn't have a way to wind down yet. And that process is uh, still unfolding as you're drifting off to sleep. So this process of going out of your body is so normal. It's so perfect. Uh, It's one of the the reasons I love if you've ever watched a baby sleep and they're smiling in their sleep and their little faces are twitching and everything, they're flying around. They're back in that space of (laughs) non-physical realm and they are just having a grand old time. And we do that and we will constantly do that. And actually those that are in the process of some kind of cognitive decline, whether it's frontal lobe dementia or Alzheimer's or other forms of it, often spend a lot of time in this space, even when they're seemingly awake. And it's because our body and our soul have this agreement and it's the sustainability and it's also the memories section. So A lot of the times I have found, especially with my father, when he would start to travel, I would put my hand on his arm and say, here we are, here we are in Pine Plains, or here we are in Rhinebeck, or here we are in Sharon. It depended on where he was at the moment, just to orient him back to his body for whatever we had to do. Maybe we were simply getting him dressed for the day, or we were out visiting people. Um, Maybe we were going for ice cream. He loved ice cream. (laughs) I come by that one, honestly. That's why I don't buy it for my house. Um, Maple walnut, especially. So the ability to travel is inherent in all of us. Uh, The consciousness of it can be so much fun. So while you're dreaming, there are different states. And like I said, I am not an interpreter. I am not an expert on this. I am very much giving what I know about it from the energy place and personal experience. But when you're in that transitional space, there's so many different ways of dreams. Like I said, you've probably had the ones where you've had an argument with someone or you've you know, maybe had a scary dream or perhaps 
you woke up feeling so serene because you just saw someone who passed in your dream state. And if you can still describe that days, months later, you had a visit. And that's because they also are in the astral realm. And that whole process continues after we pass. So it's very familiar and even, I think, calming to our physical selves. Sometimes if you're a very active dreamer, if you're someone who is processing all of your emotions at night because you're not looking at them during the day, a good idea is to then start looking at your emotions, start looking at what's frustrating you because you need restorative sleep. Your brain needs it, your body needs it, your spirit needs it. So especially right now when there's so much happening and so many stressors and pandemic, it's important that we get the restful sleep. And it just makes you a nicer person. I am not one who, if you interrupt my sleep, I can be a crappy pants um, because it's just the place that I go to have a little peace and quiet. Even though I know my soul's traveling, I very rarely dream and have and remember it the next day. I know I dream. So the process of giving yourself a night off once in a while is a good idea. And the way that I do this is I suggest that as you're getting into bed and you know that expression as snug as a bug in a rug, well, it's kind of creepy. Don't think about it, but know the expression that when you're getting in, like tuck yourself in. If you have a weighted blanket, fantastic. Uh, if not, tuck the blankets around you and have it be the example of your energy field and just tuck, tuck, tuck. And as you're in there, if you need to have your feet out because of heat, that's fine. <laughs> but <laughs> to all my ladies of a certain age or beyond, um, that's fine. But what I do is I ask and I'll say to my guardian angel or solar angel, everyone has one, I will say, please allow me to remain in my physical body tonight so that I may recharge, reboot, so that I may be uh, restored. Whatever words come to you, don't worry about being fancy. And I always say thank you because I think it's a good idea to have manners with the spirit realm. And then do this a couple nights a week. You're not going to postpone any of your soul growth by having a couple nights of restorative sleep. And especially if you are in a role of a caretaker right now, raising children, taking care of parents or a spouse or whatever the situation may be. Um, all of you medical workers, whew, good idea. Uh, anyone working in the hospitals um, or front lines right now, please take a couple sleep cycles off a week so that your bodies will be there for you and so that you can give this gift to yourself. That will then help you to even understand when you have a couple nights where it's so quiet and peaceful. It may even help you to remember the next time you're traveling a little bit and the, the situations or the understandings. Sometimes if I can't figure something out, 
I will say before I go to sleep, please help me to process this during my sleep and wake with an answer. Important to have a pad of paper there because it will slide right out of your head as soon as you think about hitting the bathroom or whatever needs to be done. The collaboration between your soul and your physical self happens greatly during your sleep cycles. So it's important to respect them, to honor them, um, and to get good ones, actually. So one of the other questions she had was she had recently had a dream where she fell asleep and the left side of her bed and body was vibrating rapidly. Uh, She does have a cat, so she thought maybe the cat was... um, next to the bed and and shaking it like they always think the middle of the night is a good time to take a bath. Then she realized that the bed and her body were actually vibrating at a very rapid rate. And when she woke up, the energy in the room was incredibly amped up. So what she's having, I believe, is like an energy treatment. And this is another reason that we need these sleep cycles. We need to be in a place of body restoration, because often there are energies and beings that will work on you while you're sleeping. So I believe what was happening to her was a an energy session as well as a calibration of her own frequency. And then usually the energy in the e- in the evening, three evening, sorry, this is early morning, 3 a.m. to 5 p.m., 5 a.m. rather, is usually more enhanced anyway, because we're the furthest from the sun at that point. And you just can feel the frequencies better, I think. Um, So what was happening is actually this session, you know, where she's being worked on. There were many times for a while I was having problems with my, my foot and a little plantar fasciitis kind of thing going on. And at the same time, I didn't put this together until afterwards. At the same time, I was having a lot of difficulty with grounding. Like I was just having a really hard time getting my physical body grounded because of whatever upgrade was happening within me at the time and within my my frequency, my field. So I would wake up bolt out of bed and start running towards the edge of the stairs. Thankfully woke up every time at the edge of the stairs. And I finally had to say to those that were kindly helping me in the night, be it archangels or guides or the ascended masters or the healers that are in the non-physical I said to them, guys, you have got to stop this because I am going to go flying down those stairs because some part of my cognitive brain was saying, get up and run, get up and run, get up and run. And I lived, you know, here where I live now wouldn't be so bad because it's a one floor thing, but I lived in a house that had very steep stairs and not, that would not be a fun landing. So I'm grateful that I had the knowledge to say to them, thank you, I appreciate it, but let's turn it down a notch, okay? Because this does happen, and it's more likely to happen if when you go to sleep, you do it in a grateful place, you do it in a place of asking for white light as you travel, surrounding your house in white light, so that whatever you may be 
meeting up with is of the highest intention and your highest intention. So frequency upgrades do happen while we're resting. It's kind of like a defragging your computer. You know, it's important to get rid of those old files occasionally. And what tends to happen when we go to sleep is, is, is exactly that. So if you have more of an understanding of this process, you can, you know, think about it while you're brushing your teeth. It doesn't have to be a half an hour, although I'd love it if you could create a winding down for yourself as well as your kids, if you happen to be in that environment, because it's just so significant to helping. These are different experiences than our processing dreams, which I believe to be more of the physical brain defragging at night. Um, the ones where you feel the vibration or you sense that someone's in the room or you feel like you're flying, they are soul process. They, that is astral traveling. And that is a fantastic way to be grateful. And I think to be in awe of how we're wired because that's a lot of fun. This it's important, I think, also to note the experiences, whether you have a dream dictionary or you have a folder on your notes in your notes on your phone where you dictate them or you take them down. Um, I do not want you reaching for your phone in the middle of the night. So I recommend that you have a pad of paper there to just keep track of these because you can also bring themes to the the place. Um, my partner is such a vivid dreamer and everything, like every detail is amazing. And a lot of the times I'll say, I don't know, I was somewhere, but I don't remember where I was. I feel like I pay attention so much during the day. I don't really want to be bothered. But lately with the shift of energy that's been happening, I feel like, and I'm hearing more and more people are having these experiences of just very vivid dreams and ideas coming to them while they sleep and being more, feeling like they're more in touch with their non-physical self. So a lot of that has to do with the rays and frequency in our universe. And thank you all for your contribution to that, because I really believe when we're in a higher frequency, we're going to be up in the heart space and we're going to be up in the intuitive energies. And that leads to a, a much kinder world and a still fun, productive, creative, even more inventive, I think. Um, and a lot of this information can be brought from our dream space into our physical space to be carried out. So think of it as a relay race and that when you go to sleep, there's some part of you that is maybe seeking the information or getting that idea and bringing it back. So it's very similar to being in meditation and you can get an idea while you're there. <laughs> so thank you, Lisa, so much for these questions. I love for people to understand their dreams. I also want you to be aware that it's also open to interpretation to how you see the world. So if you, we all have our own dictionary and while dream interpretation is amazing and so thought provoking as well as revealing, 
I'd love for you to trust your own intuition and to ask, like, what does that mean for you? And it, it, it's helpful to bring that back into your daily consideration about life. And if you can be aware that you're growing, you're learning, you're expanding while you're sleeping, maybe you could have a little bit of appreciation why sometimes you're so stinking tired. So remember to take a couple nights off a week. Give yourself that break. You can ask for your kids to take a couple nights off a week if you have young ones in the home as you're tucking them in and maybe they look tired or they've had an emotional day. You can ask for them. You know, you can be up until they're in their high teens. You can actually be an advocate for their good sleep and that may help as well. Thank you. I wish you amazing dreams and astral traveling and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. I'm so grateful to have you here. It's like a gift to me every week. And speaking of gifts, did you know that you can purchase gift certificates on my website, vickybaird.com, for yourself, for others? You can purchase coaching packages and gift those out. So please head on over to vickybaird.com and purchase your electronic gift certificates.